Welcome to the Melanin Money Show with your host, George Atchampong and Carter Cofield. We're on a mission to decrease the wealth gap by $100 billion and in the process creating 100,000 new first generation millionaires. And we want you to be one of them. So listen to our show for weekly tips on personal finance, wealth building, and entrepreneurship as we help you navigate your journey to your first $1 million in net worth and beyond. What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. All right. Talk to me, big dog. How you feeling? Feeling good, man. Welcome back from Miami, bro. We were just uh, in Miami for uh, Memorial Day weekend. Um, Some fun in the sun. With some friends, it was, it was it was a good time, man. Good 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 to see everybody. Good to get out, and um, yeah, man. Good good to be in person again. Absolutely, y'all. We we actually tried to uh, record some in person episodes for y'all. Reserved the studio, was proactive when everybody else was drinking and partying in the middle of the day. We said, we know what, we want to show up for y'all, and we reserved the podcast studio. We got there, and uh, nobody was home. You nobody know, what was saying? Home. nobody was home. Couldn't get in. Um, and about a couple hours later. You know, they let us know that, you know, there's a little mix up. So, you know, nonetheless, here we are. You know, I'm still excited to record. But I'm just, just going to let y'all know that we tried. Though. I don't want y'all to think that we didn't try. Like we were in person together in Miami and just said, we're not doing no podcast episodes. That was not the case. Facts. We did. We, we, we did. We could. We did. We could. man. But the show will still be fire. The show's still gonna be fire. Yeah. The topic's you know still good. The topic's, the topic's still good. Yeah. 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 So, so a couple of housekeeping things before we get into it. Uh, so, we, so for those of y'all who don't know, for our YouTube subscribers, we are just a few hundred away from twenty thousand of y'all tapped in with the show and the channel, and we just want to say thank you. Right? We are we are grateful. Uh, when we started this uh, August first, twenty twenty one, we just told ourselves oh, we we're going to be consistent. We were going to show up, and we are grateful that y'all are showing up for us in, in response to that. So we really really appreciate that. And for our loyal audio listeners, Apple Podcasts to be specific, we officially reached the top 74. Um, get it. Right. So that's a very, very huge milestone. There are thousands upon thousands of podcasts. And to be in the top 75 um, means a lot. Right. So y'all heard us say it. We're going to bring them clips back. You know, we've said it. You know, what our goal is. And we are consistently marching towards that. But we're only able to do that because of y'all. So if you're listening to this or watching this, if you're if you're watching it, please subscribe, leave a comment, let us know how you love an episode. If you're listening to it, also subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave us a five-star review. If it's not five stars, shoot us a DM and tell us how we can make it to five stars. Don't leave a review. <laughs> All right. That's how we're going to do it. But anyways, y'all, so, you know, we are pretty close to the halfway mark of the year, basically, Right. And, um, you know, a lot of people have a lot of goals and we still think you have a lot of time to achieve those goals. But what we wanted to do is we wanted to talk a little bit about how you can stay broke. Right. In 2023. Yeah. Right. I know I know you might hear that. And be like, how can I how I can stay broke? Why would I want to stay broke? Well, that's what I said when, when I saw the, saw the episode title from Carter as well. But when he said it to me, but we were in Miami, mm-hmm. and we just were organically talking about like, you know, how people just like chase the shiny balls and always want to swing for like the fences when it comes to their goals. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why people stay broke. So we decided just to kind of, kind of unpack these thoughts a little bit more so that you guys can make the most out of the second half of 2023. Yeah. yeah. See, most people know what to do, but they don't know what not to do. Right. 
And even if you're doing some of the things right, if you're doing bigger things wrong, then it outweighs Mm. things you're doing right. Like if you're going to the gym five days a week, but then you still come home and eat fast food and ice cream, you're going to still have a problem. Right. So for me, it's it's equally as important knowing what to do uh, as, as it is important to know what not to do because sometimes if you just stop doing the what you shouldn't do things then you you, you can flip your situation overnight right so yeah, yeah. it's kind of like that analogy like you just said like if someone hasn't worked out in a very long time mm-hmm. and they also don't eat right if they just start eating right right even before they consider working out right they're going to start dropping weight right if you just stop eating the fast food if you just cut the portion size in half like that in and of itself will put you in a better direction, right? So it's, it's very important for us to understand what are those roadblocks? What are those things that we can't do on our journey to becoming first generation millionaires? Carl, you want to kick, kick us off with the first one? Yeah, so the first one, man, we're, you know, we were organically talking about it. Uh, in, in Miami, we were about to uh, go, we're about to go somewhere. Hmm. And um, we were, uh, it, was, oh, it was getting bottle service, right? It was going to go somewhere uh, a couple of days ago when we get bottle service. We didn't end up doing it, y'all, but um, we have found out that the club or the pool party or wherever you at, they will let you use a firm crazy. to buy bottle service, which is crazy to me. For those of you all that don't know, that, that don't know what a firm is, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a buy, buy now, pay later mm-hmm. um, company that will basically allow you to, uh, to, 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 to get whatever you want now. And pay it off over time. But they let yep. you do this with bottle service. You know, it said you should get a health checkup at least once a year. My question is, when's the last time you had a financial health checkup? My guess, it's probably been a while. And that's why we created the Wealth Health Score. Whether you're financially out of shape or financially elite, the Wealth Health Score is going to tell you exactly where you stand and what things you can do to get into the best financial health possible. So visit MyWealthHealthScore.com to get your score yeah. today. That is crazy. crazy. So the, the lesson in that is like spending, spending, spending money before you get it is a guaranteed way to stay broke. Gee, I'll, let you explain, I'll let you expound on it. Yeah, like I remember like seeing it like it was yesterday and it was like, like you can break it up in four payments or however many payments like for a bottle that's already overpriced that you shouldn't be buying anyway. But the bigger picture here, and I think, I don't know if we talked about this on another episode or if it, me and Carter were just having a conversation about it, but it's like, matter of fact, no, we did talk about it. It's like, when you are on the journey towards achieving greatness, on the journey to living your best life, because we talk about the write-offs, right? And like how people want to run the, the, the play before they need to run the play, mm-hmm. right? The, other, the bigger thing is like, you can't even jo- enjoy it, right? You stressed out, you penny pinching, you putting just enough gas in the car. Like, like when you do something prematurely, you rob yourself of the enjoyment of really being able to bask in it, right? And that sucks because we're, we're, we're never going to tell you not to buy the nice house. We're never going to tell you not to buy the nice car. We're just going to say, make sure that you do it when it makes sense, when it's in alignment with your budget. Even me, even me and Carter at the level that we're at, we're, we're candidly talking. He was like, I'm going to pump the brakes on some um, unnecessary purchases just so I can, you know, tuck even more money away, right? Not that we're not already doing uh, a lot of the right things and checking all the right boxes. We wouldn't obviously have this show if that wasn't the case, right? But it's like, at the end of the day, right, we have to learn how to prioritize. And when you spend it before you get it, not only are you robbing Peter to pay Paul, 
you're literally robbing from your own joy of being able to have fun, right? So when your other peers or whoever else might already be on that level and you're trying to keep up with the Joneses, when they riding out on the weekend with the Lambos or they're running up a check at the, the fancy restaurant, you you trying to transfer money from the savings account to make sure the car don't, 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 don't get declined in front of your friends, right? Mm-hmm. That's not the move, right? So like, just make sure that you know that it's okay to stay in your lane, right? Do it when it makes sense for you, not just because it's the financially obviously responsible thing to do, but so that you can actually enjoy it when it's your season, right? You want to you enjoy it when it's your season. You don't want to be resenting yourself. Have y'all ever made some purchases? Like, I know we've all been there before, right? Where you made some purchases and then two, three months pass and money's kind of tight and you're literally resenting the purchase. Like, dang, I should have never bought that. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't be in the situation I'm in right now. Right. You don't want that to be you. We too, we too grown for that. Right. So make sure you're not spending before you get it, because that's one of the easiest ways to guarantee that you'll stay broke. Yeah. Cause like if you spend it before you get it, then when you do get the money, your, your money goes to paying off. Like imagine getting a paycheck. Some of y'all have to imagine some of y'all's reality, unfortunately, because and we've been there before. When you get your paycheck, your paycheck goes to credit card bills because you were, you have to pay off all the things you prematurely paid for. Right. So it kind of robs you of the joy of payday, even. Right. Like, I'll pay this Friday, but, but the money's already got to go somewhere because you spent it lot during the week. Right. So um, spending money before you get it is a guaranteed way to stay broke. Let's not do that in 2023. Let's, let's, let's just wait till we get the money and, and ask ourselves, can we afford it? As a matter of fact, it's funny. It's funny you say that because when I, when I think about my, um, actually, just the way I articulated it. Whenever, like your bills, right? Your fixed expenses, your rent, your mortgage, your car payment, whatever. I call that your past commitment money, right? Because you already decided at some point in the past to make that car payment, right? To, to sign that lease, right? So that's your that's your past commitment. You want to have you want to know where that money's coming from at least thirty days in advance, mm-hmm. right? Now, eating out, shopping, entertainment—that's what I like to call your present choices money, right? That's your seven day money. And that's where you have the most autonomy and most control because past commitments is like, well, when's that Lisa? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. That's when you can that's when you can say, like, OK, it's time to maybe downsize or switch things up. But for eating out, dining, gas, all that kind of stuff, entertainment, that's your seven day money, because those are your present choices. Right. You have a, you have a choice each and every day to decide, am I going to run it up and blow this money on nonsense or am I going to be a good steward over my finances? Right. And then, of course, you're investing or planning for you know future expenses, right? Those are that's the most important bucket in my opinion, right? Those are your future commitments. And every time that you make too many past commitments, you're robbing from your future commitments, right? Like you're literally robbing from your future self. Like George, the George from 10 years from now is looking back, like, yo, really, bro? Like that's that's what we own. Like, you really want me to work until I'm 55? Like, that's that's the type mm-hmm. of time we own, right? Yeah. So, guys, like. I know some of y'all, our, our listener base is probably anywhere between 23 to like early 40s. But listen, this is the way I explained it to somebody earlier this week. It's so simple. And I want you guys to grasp this, okay? Right now, you produce income, right? You, you work and you get paid. 20 years from now, you're going to have expenses, right? And if you don't produce the income and or have something that can produce the income for you, guess what? You're still going to have to work. Retirement isn't this magical thing where I turn 60, I get to shut it down. The government's going to save me. That's not how it works. It has nothing to do with your age. It has everything to do with your assets. 
And when you don't make the commitment to start tucking money away for the future and not robbing yourself, right? You're just basically saying, I want to work forever. And if that's, and if that's what you want to do, cool. Right? But I will have a hard time believing that anybody that's listening to this show wants to work forever. Could you imagine having a financial coach that at any given time, you could ask your questions in real time from a real expert and get real advice? To be honest, Pocket Advisor is the flagship feature, in my opinion, of the Melanin Millionaires Club. And when I originally created this platform, for those of you who may not know this, Pocket Advisor was actually the name and the primary feature back in 2021. But when I rebranded to the Melanin Millionaires Club, I knew that no matter what we added or changed, Pocket Advisor had to stay because we have democratized financial advice by giving you access to a real financial expert in real time. There is no other financial education platform that you'll find something like this that's actually backed by a financial advisor. One of the top 100 in the nation, I might add. So if you're looking to get financial education in your pocket in real time, head over to melaninmoney.com forward slash join to learn about Pocket Advisor, as well as all the other great benefits and features that you can find as a part of the Melanin Millionaires Club. Can't wait to see you inside. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so that's number one, guys. If you want to stay broke, um, spending money before you get it is a guaranteed way to do so. So do the opposite. Like If you just do the opposite of everything we say here, it's really the, 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 the keys on becoming wealthy, right? Just do the opposite of what we're saying. So number two is paying yourself last. Right. Like if you want to stay broke, if you want a guaranteed method to stay broke, here's the formula. Get paid and put set money aside with what you have left. Right. Yeah, like this is a guaranteed formula for being poor. Get money, make money, receive money, and then say that I'm going to save or invest whatever's left. Right. Because we all know. Mm-hmm. That if that's the case, it's going to be very little, if anything, left over to invest, right? right? Because when you pay yourself last, you're not even making a commitment to mm-hmm. an amount. You're just like, yo, whatever's left after, after this weekend, after I buy this, buy that, I'm going to go ahead and save the rest. Like, no, if you pay yourself last, odds are ain't going to be nothing left to pay him. Right. And it's something like I, I teach when I teach about taxes is like as entrepreneurs, we get to pay ourselves first, meaning spend our money on tax deductible items and we get to pay the IRS last. Right. And just like paying ourselves last, if we take advantage of paying the IRS last, ain't going to be that much left to pay them by the time it's come, time to come pay them because we reinvest that money back into our business. So it works the same way. If you pay yourself last. Odds are you won't be paying yourself anything. Yeah. And it's a huge um, psychological benefit, right? That comes with that as well. It's right. Like you're, you're prioritizing you above anything else, right? It's like, if I, if I pay myself last, that means I'm last, right? It means I'm the least important thing after my rent, after my mortgage, after my entertainment, after whatever else I got to pay, I'm the least important thing on that list, right? What type of psychological benefit or impact rather do you think that's going to have on your mindset when it comes to building wealth. You're gonna think of it as something that is an afterthought, something that's not important, something that should not be prioritized. But when you pay yourself first, it's a completely different paradigm shift. 
right? It's like, this is what's most important. And I'm going to figure out everything else, mm -hmm. right? I'm going to figure out everything. I, I literally go broke investing, right? Like literally, like I literally will force myself to go make more money. And I act like the, like the account has a lock on it, right? It's like, I, even though it's mine, you know what I'm saying? Like that money doesn't exist the same way. If I were to go make a car payment or make an Amex payment, I can't call Amex. But like, yo, hey, I know look, hey, let, me, let me get some of that back. Yo, let me, let me get some of that back. They're going to laugh at me. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, you crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I try to treat my future self and my investments the same way. Right. It's like, I don't like that money doesn't exist. Like, and it really works. So sometimes I log into accounts. and like, Oh shoot. Like I'm actually, I'm actually good. Straight. Right. So it actually works. Y'all. So you want to stay broke though. Like remember, that's the objective here. If you want to stay broke, then just keep paying yourself last. But if you don't, like Carter said, then do the opposite, right? But that's a guaranteed way to stay broke is by not prioritizing, right? Paying yourself first. I, I love it. We don't, don't got to be that. We don't got to be over there, Hurst. We hit, we hit that a lot. But this, this is something that this next one was something that came up in the car, right? We were, were driving through Miami. We were talking about some things. And, um, you know, we were just saying, like, a lot of people make mistakes when they always, when it comes to investing, when they swing for the fences every single time, right? So just like, just like baseball players, guys, like sometimes you just need a base hit. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes all you need, like is the base, y'all, like if the bases are loaded, tie ball game, it's what, you don't gotta swing for home run. Just get, get a single, get a double, y'all still gonna win the game. And so many of us look at investing like we have to swing for the fences every single time. Like you don't. If you invest X amount of dollars for X amount of months, you're go you're going to be like there is no need for unnecessary risk if you're taking care of things. Like if you're in a position where you can invest, let's just say two thousand dollars a month, that is twenty four thousand dollars a year, right? You don't like you don't need to take unnecessary risk. If you look at any investment calculator, you invest in two thousand dollars a month, you're going to be fine over time. Are you an aspiring first generation millionaire who's looking to march towards their first one million in net worth? If you are, then I strongly encourage you to consider joining the Melanin Millionaires Club. Inside the Melanin Millionaires Club, you're going to get access to a complete library of elective courses that will help you navigate towards your journey of your first one million in net worth. You're going to receive access to My Wealth Health which is a dashboard that allows you to track your financial progress in real time. You're going to get access to live workshops and masterclasses, and you're going to get access to our past library recording of all of our masterclasses and workshops called Financial Clicks. Not to mention, you're going to receive access to our flagship feature called Pocket Advisor, where you get access to a financial coach in real time. This is by far one of my favorite features of the platform, and there's so much more. All you have to do to learn more is go to melaninmoney.com forward slash join to see how you can take advantage of all these benefits and become a first generation millionaire. See you inside the club. Right. You're going to be a lot. You're going to be ahead of a lot of people. Right. Just being consistent. Yeah. Just being consistent. Right. And from entrepreneurs out there. Listen, like you see companies like Facebook, Amazon, all these big tech companies laying people off, tightening their belt, right? In this recession, right? What on God's green earth makes you think that your business is so great 
that you aren't taking a risk, right? And that you might not experience ebbs and flows, right? You, you're taking a big risk by being an entrepreneur. And that's a risk I'll take every day of the week, but it is a risk. It's a concentrated asset. And, and I'm pretty sure many of you have heard me say this before. You, most people, well, this is the way to make wealth, right? You, wealth is made through concentration. It's preserved through diversification, right? And what I mean by that is your business is your concentrated asset. Is preserved through buying safe, right? Very logical, straightforward investments, right? That are predictable over an extended period of time. There's no reason why you should be taking all this risk with your business, right? And doubling down, trying to grow that, and then try to go out here and hit a home run with, oh, I heard this guy who is going to stand up this Amazon store for me. All I got to do is pay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be transparent with y'all, right? Like I even tried that because I could, and it didn't really hurt me, right? To, 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 speculate a little bit. But what I realized is that I'm already putting enough risk in growing this successful business. I want my investments to be predictable and boring. Shout out to my guy, Ian Dunlap, right? He was like, if you want excitement, slap a lion on the ass, right? Excitement <laughs> with your investments. Everybody's trying to chase the shiny ball, the AMC, the meme stocks. Like That's cool. And if you get lucky, which is, let's call it what it is, if you get lucky and hit, I'm happy for you. I'm not salty, but just know that's not predictable, yeah. right? And if you Actually, keep one, of the, that, one, of the, one of the worst things you can do is hit. Not to cut you off, Jay. One of the worst things you can do is hit on the first time because then you get this falsified confidence that, right. oh, that's going to work every single time. And right. then you go chasing that first hit again and you end up losing more than that first hit came from. So, like, guys, like, not to cut you off, Jay, but, like, yo, like hit or don't hit, understand that it's luck because like one of, one of the most dangerous things you can do is to think you're smarter than what you really are. Yeah. Right. It's dangerous. Very dangerous. And that's what happened in 2020, right? Like that's literally what happened in 2020. Everybody was an expert. I never, I've been investing for over 12 years and I've never seen so many people who just thought they were outsmarting the stock market, right? And they gave 98% of that money back, right? They gave 98% of that money back to the market, right? Like, listen, it's just like credit card rewards points, right? Like, if you're smart, right? If you, if you have a proven track record of being able to use your credit card like a debit card, then cool, play the game. But if not, you, you think this multi-billion dollar industry is somehow losing money to give you benefits for swiping your card? No, they know most of y'all right? The ones that want to stay broke, right? Are swiping that card, paying the minimum balance, and then saying, oh, well, it offsets because I get rewards points benefits at the hotel. <laughs> yeah, God, you're, about to, yeah, you're about to have me out of character on this episode, right? Like, <laughs> no, that's not, that's not how it works, right? So if you want to, and the only way to outsmart the game, right? The only way to outsmart the game is to not try to hit home runs, right? Like, the, think, think about it. And I'm gonna bring it back home with the credit card, right? The way you the way you actually benefit from the credit card rewards points is by using it the same way you use a debit card. That's the way you outsmart it because you're paying it off every month. You're not accruing any interest, and then you do get to use the benefits. The only way to win in the market or win with investing, right, is to actually buy predictable investments over an extended period of time and let them grow. When you think you're gonna find that winning stock and get a 400% return, you're gonna give so much money back before you hit right? That is going to be a wash and you're probably going to lose money. So the only way to really win, or even if you want to call it outsmarting the game, 
is to play by the rules. Let's call it rich, rich people rules, right? Like play by the rules. Don't think that you know something that other people don't know. Now, here's the thing. I'm not saying that it's impossible to do those things. If you want to commit your life to being a credit card reward hacker or commit your life to being a world-class investor or trader, maybe. That is the exception, not the norm, right? That is the exception, not the norm. Do not try to swing for the fences because I promise you on most occasions, you're going to strike out. Yeah, one, one of the best books I've ever read, investing books, is Investment Mistakes Even Smart Investors Make. It was a phenomenal book because I thought I was smart, right? I thought I, mean, I was, you know, learning about all these, I mean, all these books and about investing, I'm a financial advisor, all this. And I, and I literally read this book. Like, Yo, I, if I didn't read this book, I would have made every single mistake that was made. And the, one of the major mistakes is thinking you're smarter than you really are because you hit. Like in 2020, the market was up 30, 40%. You couldn't lose. You couldn't lose until you start losing. Until you start losing, right? So, um, you know, don't swing for the fences every, every time, guys. There's, there's times where you can swing for the fences. There's moments, but like, like sometimes just get on base. Get on base and you still are going to win the game, okay? So, and you uh, speculate with a little bit. Like reserve like 5%. Of your portfolio, right? It's like, okay, I'm gonna play around. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play around with it a little bit. You know, what I'm, saying? I'm, gonna, I'm gonna see what this Nvidia do. I'm gonna see what this like, like cool, right? Like you can do that, but just don't put like your core. Like don't bet the house on it. I saw so many stories of people who were like, when crypto was going crazy, people were like liquidating their 401ks, saying forget the fees because it's gonna run up so crazy. It don't even matter. Um, people taking out second mortgages because rates were at all time lows. Nightmares. Right, black guys. Like, and I don't want, we don't want that to be y'all, unless you want it to be you. But we don't, we don't want that to be you. Have you ever been chilling on your couch and you were maybe trying to find something to watch on TV, whether it's Netflix or Hulu, Amazon Prime, Stars? I mean, there's so many streaming services nowadays, right? Um, maybe you've already binge watched that favorite series and it's over, and you're just trying to find something else to watch. But imagine if you spent that energy trying to find creative and impactful content that can help you level up your journey towards your first 1 million in net worth. And that's exactly why we created Financial Flix, which is a complete library of past workshops and masterclasses where you can learn different topics across personal finance, wealth building, and entrepreneurship on your journey towards your first 1 million in net worth. So head over to melaninmoney.com forward slash join to learn about financial flicks as well as all the other great features that you can find inside of our Melanin Millionaires Club. Can't wait to see you inside. Okay. Yeah. Big facts. Big facts. And uh, oh, oh, crap. Last but not least, y'all. Last but not least, um, as far as ways to guarantee you stay broke. And in, in my opinion, GA, you, you can you, you can um you, you can speak on this as well. It's it's doing broke activities and speaking broke words, right? So this is, and I'll, I'll hit on the speaking broke words first and then we can talk about doing broke activities, right? When people say words like, hey man, how can I flip this? Like, how can I flip this money right quick? Like, like I get that, hey man, I got a thousand. How can I flip? Like, that's not, we are not selling drugs here, bro. Like we are not selling drugs here. Like this is not a flip. You can't just try to flip everything, right? Like that's a bad question to ask right and so like having having that broke talk how can i flip this or um you know uh uh, uh 
uh, doing broke activities, like taking money, like like taking money out of an investment once it's already been put on there. That's a broke activity. Like once in once a once a dollar is put into a portfolio or whatever, taking that money out is a broke person hat, right? Mm-hmm. Because just like we said, you can't take the money back from the credit. Like you pay your car note and hey, let me get a hundred of that back right quick. Like you set your investment for $500 a month, but then every month you just take out a quick hundred because you need like that's a broke person activity. Mm-hmm. We are not doing that. So you need to like. One of the best things you can do is like when money's invested, treat it as if it's already gone because it is that money is to your future self taking from your savings account. To, to spend, taking from your investment account to spend is a broke person habit. And trust me, if you do that, you end up, even if you start a rich, even if you start off on the right track, if you start doing broke habits, like taking from your investments to spend that money, you'll be broke before you know it. Big facts, big facts. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't have, I couldn't have said it better myself. Like, like I said earlier in the episode, guys, and this might be helpful to you. This might be an exercise. You know, we like to give y'all tangible takeaways on every episode. One of the first things I did when I became a financial advisor is I had my clients rename all of their accounts, right? Um, and, and you can name them whatever you want, but like one of the popular ones is like peace of mind, like their peace of mind fund, right? Because it's really hard. Like you really want to take from your peace of mind, right? Mm-hmm. Or I could, or I get to, or quit my job fund or whatever was important to them. I had them rename their accounts. And because here's the thing, there is a psychology of saving money. Right. So like if you look in your online banking and you look at all your transaction history, you see money going out, money going out, food, gas, whatever the expense is. Right. You'll probably see 80 transactions of just money going somewhere. But then when you look at money coming into your account, right, two, three, four times, maybe depending upon who you are. Hopefully, if you're an entrepreneur, maybe a lot more than that. But there's a lot less times money's coming into your account. So what happens on a psychological level is you're now conditioned to understand Money comes in, money goes out. Money comes in, money goes out. I'm not here to, to try to change the psychology of money. I don't think that's my calling. I don't, have the, I don't think I even have the capacity to do that. But what I can do is help you do it in a way that aligns with the way your, or your, your psychology organically works. Here's what I mean by that. If you pay yourself first, which we talked about earlier, and have that money go to a specific purpose, not savings account 6497, right? But my, I'm leaving this job fund, my peace of mind fund. Now you're treating it the same way you're treating the expense, right? And once that money goes to the peace of mind fund or it goes to the dream house fund or it goes to whatever is important to you fund, it's gone, right? That's a transaction. That's an expense. You can't get it back. And that has been a psychological hack. It's been really beneficial for me and really beneficial for my clients. So guys, to do that as a takeaway, right? Check out your online banking, Right. And identify a couple of accounts that you can rename for the purpose of making sure that you don't make broke people decisions and do broke people activities like robbing from your investment account. That's what you're doing. Right. You're robbing from your investment account because you made a bad past commitment and now you're having to play catch up. So can we do that? We Can we do that exercise of renaming at least one of our accounts to something that aligns to a goal that we're trying to achieve so that we feel better about seeing that money go out the same way money goes out for all your expenses. That is the assignment of this episode. It's funny that you say that because my, my main investment account is called Freedom Fund and you will never see me take away from my, from my freedom. You know what I'm saying? So like, just like you wouldn't take a, just like you would take money out that Jamaica trip fund, right? 
Make sure you name it, name your account Freedom Fund or something or Fire My Boss Fund so that you know that if you're taking away from that, you're taking away from either your freedom or your ability to, to, leave the, to, to leave the job that you're at. But those are four things, y'all. So if you take today's episode and it's do the opposite of everything we said, you'll find out the, the secrets on how to become rich or how to become wealthy instead of staying broke because we're not being broke in 2023. Ain't happening. Ain't happening. All right, guys, last, last um, housekeeping thing. I meant to say it in the beginning. If you listen to this episode, we are days away from our next stop on the podcast tour in New York City. Welcome to New York City. Um, guys, it's going to be a vibe. It's going to be a vibe. So make sure that if you're in or around the area or you know somebody that needs to be in the building, make sure y'all go to proofandprofits.com, right, and grab your ticket. Go to proofandprofits.com. That, that's the donate domain, right? Proofandprofits.com. Yep. Proofandprofits.com and grab your tickets. Can't wait to see you in the building for our VIP. I think we're sold out. I think we're sold out. But if we have any left, VIP. But general mission still there. General mission still there. Like as long as you're in the building, that's all that matters, right? We got we got MG the mortgage guy that's gonna come bring the fire. We got our good friend and special guest Shaquana, also known as Miss Business, who is hosting. Uh, the New York stop because they, you know, New York is their city. So we said we couldn't come to New York, not report to the bridge and have our friends, you know, hold it down. So make sure y'all tap in. It's going to be a vibe. And uh, we can't wait to see y'all there. And most importantly, we can't wait to see you on the next episode. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. We hope that this episode was inspiring and gave you some tangible nuggets that you can walk away with and implement in real time. If you found this episode valuable, please like, subscribe, share, and consider leaving a review of this episode on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Until next time.